Have you ever felt different from everyone else? Did you like to question things and figure life out on your own terms? Is your light dying to shine? For me, I found that healing my anxiety and disordered eating started with appreciating the feminine energy within me, this unique expression that was in me all along. Coming back to my body, I started to see through the lies I had been believing for most of my life. Right now, the world is awakening to more of these lies too. While disorienting, this process is also incredibly empowering, especially if you have the right tools. Bright Side of the Moon is a place to connect with out-of-the-box thinkers like yourself and to talk about healing the feminine on a collective and personal level. This podcast does away with the lies, lifts up the veil to the truth, and in lifting that veil, you'll see how beautiful, safe, and valued you really are. These are conversations and discussions that center around being exactly who you are and peeling back the layers of conditioning that you've laid upon your spirit. From healing anxiety to soothing your nervous system, you'll get the support you need. I'm Paige Fitchler, and this is The Bright Side of the Moon. Hey guys, before we jump in today, I wanted to share a few things that I've been working on. And the first one is my ebook that I published last year. It's called Out of Your Head, Into Your Heart. And it covers so many of the things that we'll be talking about today and on the podcast in general. So if you ever need more support, you can find it wherever books are sold online. So either Amazon, Barnes & Noble, any of those places. It's also on my website. Furthermore, I'm also really happy because I'm bringing back my one-on-one sessions that I was doing with people to heal their nervous systems. So if you ever need more support, healing your stress response, feeling better about your body, really taking care of this system that is so pivotal in our mental health, I am your girl. (laughs) So you can always reach out to me on Instagram or check it out through my website. I also do one-on-one cacao sessions. Also, I wanted to shout out One World Cacao. Their products have been integral in helping me heal anxiety, heal my struggles with my menstrual cycle and and my feminine and my body. Uh, You can use code BRIGHTSIDE10 for 10% off. And that is also linked in the show notes. And everything else that I mentioned today, the resources, they are also linked underneath the episode, so you can always find them to have access to them. All right, I wish you the greatest healing, and I can't wait for you to listen in. Hi, gang. God, it feels so good to be back in the saddle again, just in general. So even saying that makes me pretty excited. Uh, I hope you guys are having a really good week, a really good day. And if not, knowing that that's perfectly fine. I shared on my Instagram the other day that we have a Pisces new moon coming up at the time that I'm recording this. And I was feeling really emotional and weird in the morning, which isn't something that's new for me. But um, I went to the coffee shop and and the barista told me that she had cried herself that morning because <laughs> I had tears in my eyes. And And then I was sitting at my computer and I saw a girl across from me crying at her at her table at the coffee shop, too. And I was like, I had no idea that other people cried in public. I thought it was just just me. (laughs) But I think that the world is is softening and it's it's a good thing. Obviously, it can be really painful, but just know that, you know, emotions, emotions are just vibrations. They don't mean anything about you. They don't mean you're better or worse than anybody else. They just are, are part of our lives. And and I'm finding that in just seeing them as vibrations that we can soothe 
rather than run away from, pretend that they don't exist, try to try to denote them or try to really dismiss them. I find that when we just, you know, drop the story about whatever is going on and just feel the emotion, that's how things can start to move. And we'll talk a little bit about that today and in other episodes, but I did just want to say that before we got started because you know, we're born and nobody tells us what to do with emotions. Like, what the hell? Nobody, like, they're just like, you know, with little kids, what's the first thing that parents say when something happens? Like, oh, you're okay. Like, no crying is allowed. Not being mad is allowed, you know, and and we don't know how to deal with them as adults. And then we perpetuate this cycle that we have children of our own. We're not comfortable with our emotions. So when they show emotions, we do the same thing. We say, you're okay. So, So instead of saying you're okay to yourself all the time, drop the story, put your hands on your body, take a few deep breaths and really just be with that emotion. You know, let that emotion just soothe it. I like to imagine myself like hugging this vibration, hugging this little aspect of myself that needs my attention and that needs my support. So uh, the other day I was like really upset about something really old, like an old, old memory had come up. And I was like, wow, this is terrible. I can't believe this happened to me. And instead of, you know, going through the story, which I did a few times in my mind, I I stopped it. And I was like, okay, girl, let's, what do you need? And I imagined myself just going to the vibration. And oftentimes I'll go into my body and, you know, see where in my body am I holding this? And if you ask, if you get quiet, it will tell you, (laughs) you know, don't overthink it, but just really take some time to be with that vibration in your body. Again, I like to imagine myself literally hugging this aspect of me, of my soul, of my experience, and just being like, you know, I will be with you as long as you need. You know, I will sit here with you as long as it takes for, for this to move and knowing that there's no pressure to make it move. So Uh, I just really wanted to share that. And again, I'll probably be doing a full episode on this because it's dealing with your emotions is not an easy thing and nobody gives you a manual. And I've found that soothing them, going into my body and spending time in this way has been incredibly beneficial. And that's because you're making space between your emotions and who you are, your spirit. Your spirit isn't affected. Your soul isn't affected by these emotions. Emotions are a human experience. You know, they're not real. (laughs) And, you know, they feel so real in the moment, but they're just vibrations. They just want your attention and your support. So just, you know, going forward through your day, through your week, whatever, imagining yourself soothing these things that come up, soothing your emotions, you know, because when we spend time with them, we pay attention to what to what we need, that's when they can move. When they're given space, you're just like, hey, okay, I'll sit with you. I'm not going to, you know, beat a dead horse and and think this situation over 15 trillion more times, but I'm going to spend time with it. And, And I don't have to like it. You know, you might hate it. I hate sitting with anxiety. I hate sitting with anger. Oh my God, I can't do anger. It's, I, I mean, I can, I'm getting better, but I, I don't like it at all. But when I finally get over that hump where I'm like, okay, I'm just going to spend 30 seconds with it. Like I'm just going to focus on it. Then it, it, it can move and I feel better and I feel supported and the and life starts to support me too, because I'm supporting myself and I'm supporting you. If you're listening to this, I'm sending you all the supportive vibes, but just knowing that that is a technique that I have Uh, in my backpack at all, at all times. And as things on the planet start to shift, they already are, veils are thinning so, so rapidly. Uh, So if you've been noticing, you know, ascension symptoms, like headaches, 
jaw aches, being really tired or, or wired, not being able to sleep. Your body feels different. The way that you react to things is different. Those are all ascension symptoms because the vibration of the planet is changing. Um, the battle between light and dark is happening. And, you know, don't let your mind go political on this, but like, you know, light and dark is, 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 is it's happening. We are, we are living through that and that can be really disorienting. But not only is it just disorienting, we're also being built up. Our body is, is, is absorbing these vibrations to be able to handle where we're going because where we're going is a much higher vibration state of being, the age of Aquarius, ooh la la. <laughs> and to be able to, to thrive there, we need to be able to handle these vibrations. Like a few months ago, I kept getting really sick. And like I haven't, I haven't been able to you know, get past 10 p.m. or 9.30, even 9 p.m. without yawning in like a year. <laughs> because the body is the most dense aspect of ourselves, like the physical aspect. And that takes the longest to integrate where we're going. So being really gentle with all this stuff that's coming up, know that, you know, it's okay to feel whatever you need to feel. Even talking about this, my head is starting to get a little bit kind of, kind of pulsy because there's just so much energy streaming through all of us right now. And your body needs help. Your body needs support. So essential oils, baths are really good. Uh, deep breathing, uh, meditating as well, listening to soothing frequencies, just focusing on the word soothe. Soothe. That is like my name, my word of like the last few months. Like, how can I soothe myself? So if you're just, you're going through all this, just how can I soothe myself? Not fix it, not make it better, just soothe it, just be with it. You know, like a baby, you soothe a baby. You know, they cry, they're still upset, but you're there with them so that they can move through it. So starting to see it that way, how can I soothe my body, soothe these vibrations and, and come back to my soul, which, you know, is always the goal. <laughs> so interesting, because I was going to talk about something completely different today, but apparently uh, the universe had a different plan to get started. <laughs> so with all of that in mind, I, I wanted to share an experience that I had um, and just something about the feminine, because part of this shift that we're experiencing is the reawakening, the reemergence of an empowered feminine. And so, you know, before this last paradigm, the last paradigm lasted 2,600 years. These ages last 2,600 years. We were in the Piscean age, which was obviously patriarchal, uh, obviously overly masculine. And before that, we had matriarchies. And a lot of times, you know, just an overabundance of the feminine. So now where we're going, the Aquarian age, we are integrating both of them. Thank God. This is a really, really good thing because we need balance. We need support and we need to come back to center. And as we do this on an individual level, the collective is also doing the same. You know, and I've talked about this before, how, you know, 2020, they said, was the official, you know, we're here in the Aquarian age. We've been building and building for centuries and we are here, which is a huge, huge freaking deal. And if you've noticed over the last few decades, things are changing so rapidly. And in 2020, all of a sudden, you know, the pandemic happened, lifestyles changed, things got slower, that those are all feminine attributes. Women or people started working from home uh, meaning that people had more time with their children, people had more time with their families, and we are seeing this reemergence. And before that, we had the Me Too movement, a rectifying of of oppression and control, and we're having that in different aspects, obviously. 
But all of this stuff is coming up so that it can come to the light because it has been in the dark for so long. And an aspect of some of that that I've been working through is uh, the experience around my period, my menstrual cycle. So just for some context here, and if you've listened to the first episode of this season, you'll know a little bit of my story. Uh, But like most of us, I thought that my period was just an inconvenience. It was a pain in the ass that I didn't want and that it had absolutely no purpose in my life than to just be a drag. (laughs) And as such, you know, we lived again in a patriarchal society where we didn't understand that our hormones were just seen as something we could manipulate into not having a period. (laughs) And that's, that's the suppression of uh, female bodies, period carrying bodies. And not only that, but it's also a suppression of a feminine, again, fluid way of life. These aren't gender. These are just different energies. Feminine is fluid. Masculine is more rigid. And, and that's a very big oversimplification, but we have more on that coming. Uh, but as far as the period goes, I wrote an article uh, for my job the other day about working out on your period. And for the longest time, you know, I had a pretty bad eating disorder and issues with food and working out. I had a really bad like exercise addiction. And I have obviously have strong thoughts on this after having spent years and and so much painful excavation of my life healing it. And now I get to write about it. And I was like, listen, you are literally physically not built to be working out hard on your period, especially the first few days. As women, we have this God-gifted ability to, to create life. And even if we don't, we're not using it, but we are in tune with the moon. We are in tune with the universe through our, our cycle, through our wombs. And when we're burying them, in exercise where, you know, we are needing this time to relax. We are, we need this time to, to integrate because we are so sensitive on our periods. So when you're on your period, your electromagnetic field around you, your energy field expands by an extra like six feet. It expands like a ton. So that's why we're so sensitive on our periods because our whole energy body is opened up. Because this fluid connection that we have to our womb, it is a part of our soul. It is so energetically interlinked. You cannot have your period without, you know, understanding the significance of of the energies around it. Well, obviously you can have your period if you don't understand that, but it's such an integral part that if we're not talking about it, we don't understand it. That's where we start to find it to be a pain in the ass, find it to just be a drag and also find it incredibly painful because we need rest at this time of the month. We are literally shedding an organ. We are shedding an organ. (laughs) Like if your arm was shedding itself right now, would you be like, oh, I need to get to the gym and like get all these things done. All these people's stuff is so important. No, you would be tending to your arm. So This is an internal process that is deeply interlinked with our energetic and emotional health. So when we're out and about on the first few days of our period and during the the week before, our energy fields are so wide open that we're, we're picking up on all this stuff. So that's why we're so emotional, where we can be so emotional those first few days because we're so open 
Uh, but if you've been living counter to that, you know, you've really been trying to stamp out your feminine. You know, I don't feel things. I work all the time. I'm super type A. I don't have time for feelings. Like I don't have time for myself. I'm mainly talking about my 18 year old self at this point. Uh, your experience is not going to be great. Uh, for me, I had been just working out on my period all the time, lifting really heavy, playing basketball, taking like jabs from elbows to the stomach and the uterus. It was a nightmare. And I just thought it was something that I had to to handle and pop Advil like candy. So as I've healed this, I got to write this article (laughs) and I had a hard time keeping my opinions to myself. Just put it that way. (laughs) And I usually don't get revisions too often. Um, But one of the editors, who's a female, came back and wrote me some some suggestions. I didn't take it well. (laughs) And and I am a big believer that it's important, uh, not only important, but pivotal to speak to the manager within before you pop anything off to anyone at any time. And again, we're all human. It happens. But I noticed that I was upset about it. And I was like, okay, this is about me. This is not about her. This is about me. So she wanted me to kind of walk back some of my statements about um, how our hormones are indicative of where we're at. You know, our periods are indicative of where we're at emotionally, spiritually, physically, uh, because they're in lieu of some medical advice. And I have been to many doctors who have never covered this and have really missed a big part of, of, you know, the process and the healing journey through all of this. So I didn't want to put another thing on the internet that said, yes, work out when you have your period. It's, you're totally fine. In fact, it'll make your cramps go away. I didn't want to write another one of those. So I took a few days and I came back and I said, hey, I super appreciate your feedback. So this is where I'm coming from. I got incredibly sick from overdoing it and working out on my period too hard. That's when I got mono. My body was so depleted. It couldn't take care of itself. I had gotten so good at ignoring my feminine, who I am, essentially. It's a very feminine, feminine person. I had, I had you know, beaten that part of me into submission And finally, my body was like, we're not doing this shit anymore. Like, we literally can't do it. (laughs) And so I didn't want to put that out there. And I explained that to her. And she was so nice. We, you know, we had a good talk about it. And I, I, you know, I adjusted some of the things. But I stayed true to what I meant, which was we need to honor this time of the month. And we need to, you know, do what we can to support ourselves in this way. And I understand that we have so much going on. You know, sometimes we can't push back a meeting or we can't do this. We can't, we can't put anything off, but having a self-care, uh, practice before your period during and after, and this doesn't have to be a big, you know, getting a massage every day or anything like that, but just a way to honor this part of your, of your body by breathing deeper, having essential oils that you love, spending time feeling supported and feeling nourished. And during my last cycle, I really just noticed how powerful I am when I'm bleeding. And I've heard, I had heard people say that before. And I was like, what does that even mean? I feel like I'm dying when I'm bleeding. Like what? (laughs) And I started using my friend. um, She makes these elixirs for 
with adaptogens in them. And I've talked about how adaptogens kind of helped heal my period uh, symptoms as well. Uh, but I've been taking adaptogens for a long time. I take One World Cacao's Abuela Blend. It's delicious, which is incredibly helpful. I try to drink it every day, so I have these in my system. But I really also took it slow. I pushed back everything that I could. I laid on my couch on a weekday. Didn't feel guilty about it because my womb needed rest. And we are so resistant to that. You know, I had written that in so many words in that article. And an editor, who's a, who's a woman, pushed back on it. And she was so polite about it. Don't get me wrong. She wasn't like mean. But it, it's so foreign to us. The idea that we should not be overdoing it on this incredibly sensitive and sacred time of the month. So I just wanted to put that out there that we have so much resistance to this because we come from an old paradigm, which was do, 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 go, go, go. Your worth is based on how much you can create. And if you're in pain while you're doing it, you're just that much more worthy. <laughs> you're just that tough, that much more tough. And I just don't get let it get to that point. I am someone who did let it get to that point, and that's part of my my soul journey this lifetime. But it's also part of my soul journey this lifetime to help other people not get there. And not only not get to that point, but to also thrive from that feminine place. So when I was bleeding this last time, I was like, wow, I feel good. I feel sensual. I feel present. Like I was tired and, and achy, don't get me wrong. But I was like, wow, I feel really feminine, and I don't feel bad about it. So my mom wasn't super around when I was a kid. I didn't have that many examples of like an empowered woman. Um, and and the, the empowered women that I saw were really in their masculine, uh, really go, 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 push, 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 you know, had a ton of accolades, which is amazing. Like, don't get me wrong. I have the utmost respect for that. But the, the type of woman I am <laughs> is someone that really likes to create, that really likes to feel good and to feel fluid. And I had no examples of that. In fact, it was the opposite. You know, my mom struggled with depression and slept a lot. So being lazy was, was associated with the feminine, which is bullshit because <laughs> we need rest. And, and I find that once we just allow it to be whatever we need it to be, kind of like what I was talking about at the beginning of the episode, that's how things can naturally come back into balance because we're giving space to all parts of ourselves that need it. So just noticing the resistance around being feminine, the resistance around allowing our natural feminine process to occur without judgment, and our resistance to supporting that process. So we are so powerful on our periods because we are releasing, we are expanded, we are so much more intuitive. So the feminine is intuitive, it's feeling, it's psychic, you know, it's water. And so when we're at our most feminine, we can see things clearly, we regenerate, we can, you know, sow the seeds for what we're wanting to create uh, from a much more powerful intuitive place. So when I say intuitive, I mean really in line with your highest self, your highest good, your highest timeline this lifetime, your guides, your angels, you know, whatever you want to, whatever you want to call it, whatever works for you. But that's when we are most in touch with that. So if we're, you know, at the gym, lifting heavy, doing everything counter to what the body wants us to be doing at this point, we're not going to be able to hear 
the whispers of, of our womb, of our highest self, of our angels, we're not going to be able to hear them. Not only are we not going to be able to hear them, but we're also drowning out that part of us that wants to create. Like, what do you want to create? So many of us question why we're here. Question, like, what are we supposed to be doing here? I feel unfulfilled. I, I don't feel purposeful. The feminine is concerned with, with feeling and doing now. And when we're not listening on our period, we're not taking that time to just stop and to be in the moment with this incredible process. How are we supposed to know? You're not giving it space to come up. You're not giving it space to grow. So thinking about that and and thinking about your relationship to to your period. Uh, You know, we are the only... We are the only people that can bleed for like days straight and not die. Like that's, that's wild. And I, I've heard of people offering their, their moon blood, their period blood to the earth, um, which is so cool. I've never done it, but I really, <laughs> I really want to. And again, when I first heard someone did that, I was like, ew, that is disgusting. That is so gross. Blah, blah, blah. Again, this demonization of this natural feminine process that is so powerful. Anything that, or not anything, but most things that are kind of vilified or taboo usually have a lot of power. So you remember, I remember when I was like a kid, period blood was gross. Like we had to hide it and we had to pretend we didn't like all these things. And now I'm like, yeah, like give it to the earth. Like, (laughs) because I understand how powerful it is. And in shaming it, we take away its power. So let go of the shame, let yourself rest, and let yourself be with it. Let yourself open to this incredible process. The last thing that I want to mention is that I had been noticing a shift in my cycle, obviously, as I've you know healed my feminine, worked through my issues. <laughs> so many. <laughs> um, but I had been noticing that putting in tampons actually made, made my cramps worse. And made made me feel not as good. And again, going back to that demonization of moon blood, um, I thought it was like gross to have a pad. It was gross to see it. And I was like, oh, I just really don't like putting in a tampon. And I had to do research for an article I was writing where someone said, think about it this way. You know, our feminine, our period, we're supposed to be releasing during this time. We are cleansing this organ and, and making way for the new, letting it flow out, letting our, our, you know, our life feel more fluid from this flow. And, and then we, we put something up there that stops the flow, that literally inhibits the flow that we're trying to cultivate, that we're trying to let inform us of, of our next move, of what our body and our soul really wants. And then we kind of like stop it. And I had been noticing it more and more. I was like, I really just don't want to put a tampon in. I just don't want it. I kind of kept ignoring it, which I've been getting better at not ignoring the signs. <laughs> but this one I ignored. I held on for a little bit longer because I think that that was that old conditioning, that old masculine being like, no, we don't have time to bleed. It's gross. It's this, it's that. So that's probably the reason why my last cycle felt so empowering because I just wore pads the whole time. And like, if you're thinking that this is gross, I get it. I was there. Uh, But I also encourage you to think about why you think that is. Like it is such a beautiful process and so sacred that we're so in line with the moon. So 
so complexly created. And so I used these pads and I just, I felt different. I felt more fluid. I felt more free. I felt more easy. It felt good. I felt really sensual also, like really empowered because it was flowing freely. I wasn't trying to hide it. I wasn't trying to stop it. I wasn't trying to inhibit it. I just was letting it be. I know a lot of women like diva cups as well um, because it's less, you know, stopping the flow. Uh, But it felt really good to just, just let it go. Like I was like, whatever, man. And if you're feeling curious about that, maybe try that for your next cycle. See how that feels. Because it felt really good, I'm telling you. And again, I had worked my way up to this. I've been, you know, healing my feminine, doing womb work. I had um, a shamanic, like, whale womb weaving reading once, which was, like, the coolest thing ever. Yeah, so I've been doing some things around this. If you want any information on that, just let me know. Um, But I just wanted to, to point this out because there are so many shifts taking place on a collective level where the feminine is, is you know, reemerging to her prominence, to her rightful seat alongside an empowered masculine, you know, a healed masculine and a healed feminine. So we're healing both of these things and it can be disorienting. And that's okay. Uh, But knowing how to support yourself, how to support your system, be more gentle with it, and know that we are masculine and feminine beings. Like we are both of these things. We have to make space for one to empower the other. Not only that, but it feels better. Like I feel better. I feel better in my body. I like my body. I like my life because I've been able to soften and to really let go of those old lies that I was gross. I was too feminine. I was lazy. And to face those and be like, I don't really want to live this way anymore. And in fact, I really like who I am anyways. So I hope that this kind of gave you some ideas. Uh, For essential oils, I really like Sage has one, uh, S-A-J-E, and it's called period. Like you literally rub it on your uterus and things like that. And it's it's wonderful, like on your abdomen, not your uterus. But also uh, Nourish Natural Products has great ones, one for the sacral chakra, which is two inches below your belly button, which is your womb space. Uh, Those are wonderful to add. Also, Epsom salt baths, like I said, uh, but anything to get you in your feeling body. And cacao also is incredible, uh, has the highest or one of the highest counts of magnesium of any plant, of any superfood, which is the calm down mineral that can help soothe your hormones, soothe the muscles around your uterus and your womb. I will put links to all of those in the show notes. So sage, nourish and then one world cacao is like the best purest cacao ever you can use code brightside 10 for 10 percent off um i've noticed that once i start drinking cacao my my senses my sight my my ability to be present and to feel and to smell and to relax is is so heightened so i highly recommend all of those i love talking about all of them you can always send me a dm at brightsideofthemoon.pod on instagram if you want to talk about any of these things But in the meantime, I really hope that you send some love to your feminine, send some love to your womb if you are a womb-carrying person, and and really allow yourself to, to be thankful for this incredible process that has the ability to give you so many insights and and so much wisdom if you're willing to slow down and listen. So stop drowning it out. (laughs) Start soothing and being with yourself and allowing it to, to be okay. It's okay to take some time off. 
And when you trust that it's okay to take time off, the universe will respond. You know, if you're like, oh my God, I can't, I'm not supported, I'm not supported. That's what will occur in your life. But when you're like, I know I'm good, I know I'm supported, I wouldn't be getting my period right now if I wasn't, and it's time for me to take a few steps back. So thank you so much for listening today. I hope you have a really good rest of your day, week. Please, as always, rate, subscribe, and review. Please share this with anybody who needs this. This is like my new crusade. People need to rest more on their period. Don't go run 15 miles on your first or second day of your period if you can help it. (laughs) Please, please, please take this time to honor yourself all that you are and what you're here to create from a place of fun rather than, you know, feeling nose to the grindstone because you have to. (laughs) So thank you again. I am sending you so much love. Check the show notes for all of those products that I mentioned, and I will see you next time. For more information on Bright Side of the Moon, go to pagepitchler.com or follow along on Instagram at brightsideofthemoon.pod. A special thank you to One World Cacao for helping with this program. And if you ever want to try out their products, you can use the code BRIGHTSIDE10, and that is in the show notes as well. If you're looking to get in contact, you can always email me at brightsideofthemoonpodcast at gmail.com. And as always, reaching out on Instagram is always an option as well. Thanks so much.